Live from the Prop Swap Studios on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, it's The Fix with Ryan Rothstein. Presented by Prop Swap. Prop Swap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. Rothstein was a hell of a handicapper. I can tell you that. That's how winning is done. Now get out there and do it. Pulls up three-pointer. Bang! 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 Hold on, wait a minute. All right, one hour down, two hours still to go, going all the way up to 1 a.m. Welcome back to The Fix. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein. Luke Pergandy, co-founder of PropSwap. He's joining me like he always does every Monday night live in the Prop Swap studios on AM 1490. So good conversation there with Johnny Mack, Eagles insider John McMullen, and there's still so much to get to, and this conversation is not going to go away anytime soon. But let's transition a little bit here um, to the futures market, Luke, while I still have you, and we try and do this every Monday that you're in the studio. Updated odds. This is for the Super Bowl. Chiefs now 2-1 to one some places, you know, points bet plus 260, but typically under 3-1 to one, you'll find the Chiefs to win it all. Then you have the Saints 5-1, to one, Steelers 8-1, to one, and the Packers right there at 8-1 to one as well. Um, we'll go through some of the other teams, uh, but your initial thoughts surrounding the new odds. Yeah. Um, gosh, man, 2-1. to one on any NFL team going into week 14, like that just seems way too high. Um, I don't, I would, I would be selling the Kansas city chiefs at two to one odds with, you know, they might not even get the one seed still, you know, like Pittsburgh, obviously just lost their first game tonight. They each have one loss. Um, they may have to play a game, right? Cause only remember only one team this year is getting a buy. Yep. Only one so, team on each side. Yeah, so you know you'd have to win uh, three games if they get the two seed to get to the Super Bowl, right? You'd have to win four games, yep, four playoff games in this year's environment. Like I don't think that's a lock. So uh, I don't like two to one. If the question is buy or sell the Kansas City Chiefs at two to one, I would sell that. Um, yeah, agree. I, I think the Steelers have a chance to beat them. I'm not saying that it's a coin flip. I'm saying that if you flip a coin four times, the Steelers probably win once. Right? Yeah. No, so, no, I would agree. Know, I'd, I'd say they have a 25% chance of beating the Chiefs. So you say you play that game four times, three times the uh, Chiefs win, one time the Steelers win. No, I think that's fair. If they're both healthy, if all things are equal. And, you know, what did we talk about in the first hour? It's been an underdog season so far especially in the last four weeks and overall almost a 60 percent win rate so how do we apply that thinking to the futures market i think you bring up another good point like it's going to be really difficult for any team in this environment to win four straight games and and great kansas city could have home field there's going to be no one there (laughs) so you're telling me the steelers can't go into an empty stadium like you said one night on a cold night and beat them they certainly can. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how we apply that thinking to trying to find some value. Yeah. So so you know that we started at the top. We, I, I would sell the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, the New Orleans Saints are next on the list at five to one. Hmm. They're the best NFC team in my opinion. Um, I w- I think the Packers are a cl- are a 
relatively close second, but it's not. They're not neck and neck. The Saints are definitely a better team. Um, but the Packers could do this. The Packers could do this. So I would continue to sell at five to one. I think that's still just so low for a team that's going to have to win four games in a row potentially, or yeah, know, three games if the Saints do indeed get the one seed. Um. Yeah, still still selling on the Saints and then the Steelers, like I said, if I can get the Steelers at eight to one coming off the loss, like I love I love buying futures off of a loss. I'll I'll gobble up a Steelers future just because they lost to the Redskins. They had a bad night, you know, it's they're they're bound to drop one. They they still could go fourteen and two, fifteen mm-hmm. and one. That's still a great, great NFL season. Um, I would I would be buying the Steelers at eight to one. Okay, I think they still they'll still be fine. They have so many offensive weapons. Um, you know I don't this this switching back to the Chiefs, but just staying in the AFC. Like, is this Edwards Hilaire thing that's going on? Is he injured? Are they just not running the ball that well? Like. When they when they started out the season, the Chiefs that is, and they were just pounding the ball with Edward Solaire, like that was scary. Like if you're gonna run the rock up for 120 yards with this rookie, yeah, and then you can you know sick Kelsey on me or sick Tyreek Hill down the sideline, like that's an impossible offense. But now they're not really running the ball that well anymore. I I think I have an answer, but I'm not positive. I, I just think it's as simple as teams at the time were saying beat us on the ground like Mm -hmm. we are not going to let Mahomes run all over us extend plays and throw the ball deep we're going to put guys back a little bit prevent a little bit uh, QB spy Mm -hmm. and Andy Reid saying okay we're going to run the rock (laughs) and then they did that three four weeks in a row and teams are saying all right well they they can beat us on the ground too so let's not overthink it Mm -hmm. that's my only logical explanation they can do it in any way they can beat you, and Andy Reid put that on tape. Yeah, yeah. Le'Veon Bell has not looked that sharp this year. Um, their uh, third running back is it Damian Williams still? I don't know. Uh, I, I saw some Williams guy get the ball last night. It wasn't. It might it was. be. Yeah, it was. A, I'm pretty sure it was a Williams running yeah. back. Um, so you know, yeah, I, I hear you. Perhaps defenses were allowing them to run the ball. Um. But I don't know. They looked bad last night against the Broncos. They did, you know, like um, they're they are definitely the NFL's best team. But all I'm saying is, if you flip a coin four times, all these teams can beat them. One out of those four times, all of these teams we're discussing: the Packers, the Steelers, the Saints, the Seahawks. All those guys can beat them one out of four times. All right. So here's a here's a crazy question. It's not that crazy. Um, Everything we've talked about so far tonight, underdogs, it's going to be really difficult in the playoffs. What's a legitimate long shot that that you would be willing to put some money down on? And maybe we can flip that ticket in three weeks, or maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, who's to say the winner of the NFC East can't go on a run in the playoffs? (laughs) Seriously, though. Like, I know it's nuts. I know it's nuts, dude. But let's just let's just get weird for a second. Okay. If the Giants rattle off some wins and they go into the playoffs on a winning streak, then it's who can win three or four games, right? And that I don't think that's going to okay. happen. I'm but with you still. Okay. Yeah. So let me just stop my rambling there. I mean, who do you think? You have the Ravens at twenty-eight to one, the Bills at seventeen to one, the Dolphins. I mean, 
you don't know. Yeah. Um, so you're asking me to pick a team with above 10 to 1 odds that I like. I continue to like the Bills, and I'm not just saying that because we're watching the game tonight and they're pouncing all over the Niners. I've mm-hmm. liked the Bills the whole year. I think they're a great team. I think, like we've discussed, he adds Stephon Diggs to that roster. They had a great playoff, you know, pretty decent playoff run last year. It's a good team. I wish they could figure out this Singletary Moss confusion in the backfield. I'd, I'd like them to, you know, I'd like one of them to, like, take the lead. It's kind of like one guy goes <laughs> off in week 12, then the next guy goes off in week 13, and then they both suck for the next two weeks. Like, yeah, if you're going to alternate running backs, like, one of them should be having a, a huge game like just stick with one yeah, you need consistency you need consistency yeah. um so that's probably my biggest concern with the buffalo bills but that's a great team josh allen is is uh has looked the best he has ever looked obviously prior years the issue was a little bit of accuracy and he had even had a few games at the beginning of this year where he was sailing balls and stuff but he's kind of calmed down he seems to be stepping into the offense well not overthrowing those balls that he had done the prior years. He's also cut down on, you know, I kind of called this like the Carson Wentz, um, you know, syndrome where like they're just forcing plays and like trying to do these like Heisman like, you know, plays just to extend it and like to win football games. Like, dude, like <laughs> you never saw Tom Brady or Peyton Manning do that stuff. Like, you don't need to extend the play that long. Like, the odds are you're going to fumble, you're going to lose 12 yards. Like, dude, if you're getting wrapped up by a 350-pound defensive tackle, I'd just go down. <laughs> yes, you do know? less. Do less. Do less. Um, and I think Josh Allen has, has started to learn that a little bit more this year by, by doing less than just, you know, taking the, the sack. So um, I like the Bills. I also like the Titans, man. Again, buying teams off of a loss, I would buy both the Tennessee Titans and the Pittsburgh Steelers coming off of a loss. Um, I think you're bigger on the Seahawks than I am. I, I don't. Mm. The defense is just horrendous. Yeah. Um, I, I'm losing faith in Seattle. I, I mean, I, I love Russell Wilson, but that defense, and this definitely has some recency and, and bias Ru- to Russell's, it. Russell's had a, a pretty poor second half he has you know you know he, he's been asked to do too much like he has to score two touchdowns every possession yeah, it, right, it's right. <laughs> you're gonna get tired like you're gonna become human when you're forced to do everything it, it's no one is is immortal so i think we're seeing a little bit of that uh and i'm not confident in the seattle seahawks right now to make a deep playoff run you know tampa bay they've been Atop of the headlines, of course, for obvious reasons. You know, I don't know how we're feeling about them now. They're seven to one to come out of the NFC in a lot of places. I don't feel good about them winning at all. Um, I don't. I don't know about you, Luke. Um, I still continue to like the Bucks. I don't trust Bruce Arians in a playoff game. Yeah, me either. I, I'm curious I, to see what they do with him. Yeah, I. I just don't trust him in a playoff game. Um. You know, him versus Sean Payton in a playoff game, like, I think Sean Payton, I'd take Sean Payton by, you know, five or six points with a healthy Drew Brees. Who knows what Drew Brees' lungs are going to look like. <laughs> he should be coming back, not this week, but maybe next week. Yep. Um, and the Saints have had three straight years of devastating playoff seriously. losses. So there's nothing tangible that you can do with that information, but – it just feels like a story 
that we can be hearing. Mm-hmm. You know, Drew Brees, he could retire if they win it all. And the past three years, like, there's just a lot of that storybook BS mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. oftentimes is part of a team winning it all. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm high yeah. on the Saints is my point with that. Got it. Yeah, I mean, so you figure the the Bucks are sixteen to one, and the Saints are five to one. So you're getting three times the money if the Bucks win versus the Saints winning. Um. So yeah, I I do think Sean Payton is a way better playoff coach. I think we we both agree on that, mm-hmm. and it seems like the intangibles are going in the Saints way in terms of the the prior three dramatic losses so now they're kind of due for one um but you know man like if you're getting if i'm getting three times the amount of money in the bucks and again th- these are all from a prop swap perspective yep. right we're, yep. we're discussing buy a team with value and then sell that ticket once it improves in value teams like the saints and the chiefs at two to one and five to one just not a ton of value there for prop swap you know but you don't have any outs it's just yeah and just like you know hedging on that's kind of expensive Mm -hmm. uh if you bet a lot of money on it so you know i i would say sprinkle and we haven't talked about the the colts yet the colts are legit i could see the colts doing something in the playoffs i don't know if it's win one game you know in a really long shot scenario it's win two but like the colts are kind of good yeah, but that's uh, great. I, I'm glad you went there because they're 30 to 1. And I agree with you. I'm not a big fan of the Colts, but you have to give them credit. And they're a team that I can absolutely see in the title game. <laughs> so yeah. that's where that's the answer. That's where the value is because now you get them at 30 to 1. And if they end up in the title game, you have some pretty good outs. Yeah. And you're going to make some serious cash. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind the Colts. I don't <laughs> mind betting on them right now. I think they have a really good defense. I think Frank Reich could arguably be the reason why the Eagles won the Super Bowl. People don't talk about that enough. Like Frank Reich was the offensive coordinator for Philly Special. He out. He literally beat Tom Brady in a game where he threw for 500 yards passing. <laughs> 550 to be exact. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like we are just going to ignore that because he's like left Philadelphia. Like that is crazy. It's, it's a popular topic on Eagles Twitter. I I know that much. And you're right. I know Carson liked Frank a lot. I know Nick Foles. He's never, you know, he's always outspoken about how much he meant to him that season. So yeah, it seems like the Eagles coaching staff are missing him. He's doing a great job up in Indy. The Titans are 30 to one. How about the Browns? I'm not sold on the Browns. I I know. But do, would you be shocked if I looked into a crystal ball and I said, Luke, they're a game away from the AFC title game or they're in the yeah, AFC w- title I w- game? I would be shocked. I think, <laughs> I think they're bad. Uh, I hear you. This is a prop swap perspective and mm-hmm. like betting them at 30 to 1. Uh, 9 and 3 team at 30 to I 1. I know. I know. I know that. I'm with and, you. And I like Nick Chubb, man. I love Nick Chubb. I think, he's, I think Nick Chubb's a top five running back. They're going to have two running backs over a thousand yards rushing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, and I love I love that part of the Browns. You're right. Yeah, um, I love the rushing attack. Gosh, I don't trust Baker Mayfield though. Neither do I. I really don't trust him. Neither do I. But I'm trying to look at this from okay. <laughs> I don't I don't like David Nyoku. I think he's a liability. Uh, 
you know, you got Jarvis Landry. Who's their number two receiver right now? Jeez. Is it sad? I don't know. <laughs> I really like, don't lo- know. Love Jarvis. Love him. Yeah. And he's one of the most consistent receivers in the NFL. Um, you know, his, his scene in that hard knocks, um, that hard knocks clip is, is just. <laughs> bless him then? Yeah. Bl- bless him then. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, he's trying to. This shit is contagious, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's contagious, bro. He's funny. Uh, that that was one of the best hard knocks clubs where all they're all like acting as if uh, the Jarvis Landry. But so he's the man. I just have concerns with Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. It's so fair. which 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 of the AFC opponents would you think they would beat? Of the way the playoff picture looks right now. Is it Buffalo? Is it Tennessee? Obviously, they just whack Tennessee, so I, I that's an easy argument. Is it Pittsburgh? Yeah. I, I who who would you take, Baltimore or Cleveland? To come out of the yeah, just for, say say they face each other in the playoffs. Who would you pick? I'd pick Cleveland. Okay, because they I'm with you. I do not like Baker I w- I Mayfield. Wouldn't. Like I'm I'm with you, but. They've been more consistent. We can say what we that, want. That for sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, if you want to give me the, well, who have they played? Fine. But they yeah. just beat the Titans. I, yeah. I don't know. No, they whacked them. They yeah. whacked the Titans. I hear you. They I spanked you. them. I, I mean, it is what it is. So uh, right now, I think at 30 to 1, you can find those odds in a few weeks at 10 to 1, at 15 to 1. So that's that's the prop swap value. I, mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. I'm also with you. It would take a lot for me to go up to a counter and take my money out of my pocket and say, "I Certainly want the Browns." Without prop swap, Jesus Christ! Like, <laughs> dear God, if anyone's making this bet without prop swap, you are exactly a purebred psychopath. But I agree, um, <laughs> purebred psychopath. If if you're gonna sell Subtle. the ticket on prop swap, <laughs> then then fine. Yeah, um, that's the only way I'm looking at it, and yeah. I just think. After everything we talked about to start the show, the Titans at thirty to one, the Browns at thirty to one, the Colts, the Ravens, the Bills, mm-hmm. um, why not? Why not those teams? Yeah. So um, we can get more into this a little uh, bit throughout the week, and next is, time you're is on. It, is it absurd to say that I like the Dolphins better than the Browns? Is that just the craziest thing you've ever heard in your life? No, no, it's not. I, I like I the Dolphins like a lot. The Dolphins. Does the quarterback? Situation the, scare the you? Court, yeah, so I'm definitely biased. I'm a big Tua guy. I think he could be a really good quarterback, and I am. I have my Tua blinders on, thinking that because I, you know, it's it's the self fulfilling prophecy where <laughs> you believe it, it, it will happen. Yeah. But um, the defense is good. They're running the ball pretty well. Um. Yeah, I just I, I that speaks to two things. It speaks to how much I hate the Browns, and it speaks to a slight bias I have towards Miami. But I think if if you put a gun to my head and you force me to bet a future between those two teams, I would go with the Dolphins. That's fair. Well, I, I wouldn't crush you for and, that. And and I'm going to get another, you know, so it's 28 to 1 versus 50 to 1. I'm getting almost double my money. There you go. Right? Uh, yeah, I think that's almost, a sound almost argument. twice as much money by betting on the Dolphins. So, Yeah, it's interesting, man. It's interesting as we're coming down the stretch and there's a lot of uncertainty. All it takes is one quarterback – on a key team to test positive at the wrong time. Sure, also that. And then what are we talking about, right? I mean, there's so many unknowns here, so the futures market, I think, is completely up for grabs. Um, Luke, before you get out of here, I do want to ask you about a division 
mm-hmm. as far as division winner. Yeah. Um, I know you brought up the NFC West if you want to go there, but it's uh, dealer's choice. Yeah. So we have my roommate and I have this debate all the time between do you sell on the Rams now or do you wait? Right now, Los Angeles Rams eight and four, Seattle Seahawks eight and four, Arizona Cardinals six and six. Seems that the 49ers will be going to five and seven. So from an easy math perspective, when we cross off the Niners, you're left with three teams in the NFC West. You know, Seattle's coming off of a horrible loss of the New York Giants. Yeah. Um I would still I still continue to shade the Seahawks over the Rams solely because I just despise Jared Goff so much. <laughs> and I just I think the Sean McVay puppeteer act is is coming to a close. I just I don't know how much longer Sean McVay can literally control Jared Goff's body and force him to make the wise decision and throw the ball to the open receiver. Yeah. Um, you know, Cooper Cup's having a down year. I love Cam Akers. I love that Florida State kid and the LA Rams. Um, so, you know, they're, he's surrounded with, with playmakers, but, and they have a good defense. So would you sell or would you I hold would, on to it? I would sell, I would sell my Rams ticket. So would I. Yeah, and I'm going to, I'm going to stay consistent. Ticket. Anything right now that you're holding on to out there? That you can sell for a profit, and, it, and I would sell. And they're at they're at eleven to one. Get me out of that trade. Yeah. I can I can exit my Rams position at eleven to one on the Rams, and I probably got them at like sixty to one or fifty to one. You know, if you bought them when um, you know maybe after they had it was before the Bears game. I want to say they were like two and three or three and three. They, they didn't have an excellent start to the season, so you probably could have gotten at fifty to one. Um, and now I can exit at eleven to one. Like I am selling my Rams ticket. I would agree, and, and I think I don't. I don't see them beating anyone formidable in the in the playoffs. No, they, they've never scared me. Like even at their best, and maybe it's my bias with Jared Goff too. I, I just don't trust him. Yeah, <laughs> it's just Sean McVay that that uh, puppet job is is too much. I agree with you. Yep. So they're not a team that I would, um, you know, cling on to right now. Yep. Yeah, so I'd sell the Rams. Um, yeah, so I'm selling the Rams. I'm selling the Chiefs at two to one. I'd probably sell the Saints at five to one. Um, because of prop swap, and because I think the Saints and Bucks are similar, I would still give the edge to the Saints, obviously, because of Sean Payton versus Bruce Arians. But okay. if I'm getting three times the money. Because I'm betting on Tampa Bay at sixteen to one versus the Saints at five to one, I would be a buyer at sixteen to one on the Bucks. Still, I just think you have an offense with. I think Chris Godwin is one of the best receivers in the NFL. I, I love him. He's an excellent route runner. Yeah, he's legit. Kid. Yep. Um, and then you got Mike Evans, who is just. It seems like. It seems like no one, everyone can guard him for the first 90 yards. But then when it comes down to the last 10 yards, he literally is like indefensible. He's a machine. There's just no one that can guard him because he's just so good at getting jump balls. And oh, by the way, Tom Brady's throwing him the jump ball. He usually knows where to put it. Yep. Um, so, and then Gronk, if he's having, if he's healthy, obviously I cringe every time he catches the ball. I think he's going to get hurt again. But like, <laughs> he seems to be doing pretty good this year. Um, and then Antonio Brown, and then, you know, you got Leonard Fournette and uh, Jones, Ronald Jones Jr. 
Uh, the defense is pretty good. You know, they got a great rushing defense in Tampa Bay, so I would be a buyer on Tampa Bay still at 16-1. They got a pretty pretty good game against Minnesota this week. We'll, we'll see what they can do. Minnesota is definitely going in the right direction. They big are, win. Yep, big yeah. win to get back to 500. Um, so it, it's, it's a great conversation because I think – Nothing's off the I'm, table. I'm 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 happy that we're getting to the end of the season, so we can get rid of these posers like the Bears <laughs> and the and the Eagles. Oh yeah, and the Lions and like the Cowboys without Dak and you know, um, gosh, the Raiders are posers. Like I I don't I don't want to watch these teams anymore. Let's let's yeah let's get let's, let's get, get them out of here. Let's get them out of here. Let's get to the cream of the crop and all these teams we've been discussing. Those top. 10 teams are all legit man those are all those are all really good football teams so i'm hoping these next three to four weeks are going to be fun yeah i'm hoping it's going to be a little bit of a march madness feel like there's a couple big upsets and then we're you know they're they're playing well they being the lower seeds that maybe some people didn't expect and the bills get hot or you know whatever it may Mm -hmm. be so uh make sure you check out prop swap prop swap.com they also have the mobile app version available they're giving away $100 upon sign-up. Uh, so this is the time, man. I think if you've been listening for the past hour and a half, there are a lot of possibilities for you to make some money, especially with PropSwap right now. Right, Luke? Yeah, so you figure. So factor in the 100 bucks we give you, that means you could get a $100 Saints ticket for only $50. So instead of 5-1 to one on the Saints, you'd be getting 10-1 to one or 11-1. to one. Or, you know, take the Buffalo Bills. So say we got a Bills ticket up around 18 to 1, which you usually do, and then factor in our, our bonus that we're giving you. You get the Bills at 36 to 1. Like, that's, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good deal. <laughs> it's pretty much a no-brainer. So uh, if you're not already signed up, do it and do it now because we're coming down the stretch and money is to be made we got to take a break uh halfway through the second hour here live in the prop swap studios as we say goodbye to the co-founder of prop swap luke Burgandy. always appreciate luke coming in here every monday night talking some nfl and some nfl futures market we'll do it again soon meanwhile we're going to 1 a.m so quick break stay with us here on am 1490 sports betting radio (laughs) 